0: Welcome to Stadium Sports Show. I'm Caroline Rice with your hosts, Sean Crawford and Carl Jones, bringing you all the exclusives and what you need to know about college football every week.
1: Thank you, Caroline. I'm excited to have you both here. Carl, my longtime friend, sports anchor in Rochester. We got to get him up to Chicago though, soon. Um, and Caroline, trailblazer are in the sports industry recently working with Big Ten Network. Um, both great co-hosts. I'm excited to have you both here. Our viewers out there, we'll, we promise you we, to bring you, you know, nothing but authentic content. We bring you, we want to bring you fun, dialogue, engaging dialogue, and then also some exclusive insight from current players and former players as well. So stay tuned and we'll, we'll provide you with the great access.
0: Today we'll keep it super simple. We'll be discussing Ohio State naming Kyle McCord as its starting quarterback for week one. We'll discuss Notre Dame's dominant Week 0 performance and their upcoming Week 1 game. And, of course, our picks and our games of the week. But before we jump into our topics, we'll have special guests joining the show, former Notre Dame and Minnesota defensive lineman Micah Treadway. Micah, thanks for joining us.
2: Good to be on, guys. Good to be on.
0: Now, Minnesota is starting the season off with a tough conference opponent, Nebraska. You played at Minnesota. You know what Big Ten matchups are about especially at this stage early on in the season. What do you see in this matchup?
2: Uh, I think it's going to be interesting, honestly, playing uh, Nebraska for such a long time um, in a three-year span and just understanding that they've had different changes to their, uh, to their uh, program um, to see what Matt Rule is going to be able to bring to the table. Um, switch up and uh, make this a uh, little bit more of a competitive matchup, if I, uh, if I do throw a little smack talk in there myself. But um, uh, most importantly, um, to see our offense really get going, really start to run with Ethan at the helm, and to see them come together and um, be able to continue the success that uh, we've had there uh, and um, just continue to come together in jail.
1: Now, Micah, this is a Big Ten matchup, crazy week one matchup. Usually, teams like to start off the season, you know, with an easy matchup. But uh, like Notre Dame, we we took care of Navy. But this is a, I feel like it's going to be a big physical, tough matchup between great fan bases. You, uh, Minnesota's home. Kind of just talk about, you know, playing a team like Nebraska, where you know it's going to be physical. You know, they're going to travel well. It's, it's going to be a primetime game. Talk about just that matchup and also talk about the significance
2: of it being week one. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see the trenches. Um, I, I think that uh, both teams really want to be able to establish that physical dominance. And I know we do. Uh, that's what we work on. You know, you lift all year, but in the summer, you really, really pound the weight. So those first like three or four weeks, you're going to be able to see everyone's uh, conditioning and um, you know the physicality that they're going to bring to the table right away. so I'm really interested to see the trenches. Um, a lot of those younger guys I've watched them in practice and they're getting better every day and I want to be able to see Nebraska give them enough fight to be able to take into the to the weeks coming um, so that they'll be able to uh, you know establish and get a lot of get, get a lot more looks and be able to grow up a little bit down there in the trenches.
3: Now, Micah, this game is going to be won and lost in the trenches, as you just alluded to. But take me into your mindset. You know what are you thinking going into a game like this? Matt Rule is obviously a coach who preaches physicality. I know PJ Fleck is the same exact way. What are you thinking running out of the tunnel, knowing that the game is basically in y'all hands as a defensive lineman?
2: Yeah, i'm 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 telling them. I'm telling them to run the ball. I'm telling them to test test us. Uh, our secondary um, is is very much experienced, but. As a D lineman, what I'm telling them is running right here to the A gap. Um, in, the, in, the, in the coming, in the past years, we've had success uh, in the red zone, um, and I'm really just kind of going off of uh, a feel here and, and what I've seen in the game and done. Um, but we've had success in the red zone, stopping them, making them, and forcing them to field goals, uh, and, and really being physical uh, in the red zone and, and dominant throughout the field. Uh, so, you know, I'm, t- I'm telling Matt Rule to, to, to come out and show me what he got. Um, call it, make sure it's clean, you know what I'm saying, and, 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 and do what he has to do in order to, to, to let us know that he's there. So, as a, as a nose guard, uh, somebody that's played on this team in Minnesota, I know for sure that uh, Coach Winston D'Lotta-Badere is getting those D-linemen ready. Uh, we played together in 2019, so I, I know his mentality and what he's going to bring to the table. Uh, and I know Coach Fleck, um, you know, during those practice periods and uh, our specific run periods um, that we do uh he's definitely ramped it up down there so
1: can we get a score prediction
2: ooh i'm let's see ah uh, i think we put up 31 i'll say like 3114 Controlling the clock in the back end, making sure that 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 we establish some of those young guys we got that's carrying the rock. Um, but I think that through the air we're going to be very explosive. I'm not going to give a lot of that away. Uh, my boy Ethan is from the crib. He, he's an Illinois native, uh, so we will we will be getting it downfield and and making sure that he gets his arm hot and ready and battle tested.
0: I love it. Well, Micah, thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing your perspective. I think it's great to have uh, some heavy Big Ten matchups in week one of college football all around. So thank you for sharing.
2: Thanks for having me, guys.
0: All right. Now to Sean and Carl. Obviously, Nebraska is not the only team to have a Big Ten matchup in the first week. Ohio State will be at Indiana for week one with a new starting quarterback. Uh, Obviously, this is new for Ohio State. Coach Ryan Day named Kyle McCord the starting quarterback just this week, but backup Devin Brown will also still play. This is the first time since 2015 we've seen Ohio State go with a two-quarterback system. Carl, let's start with you. What are your thoughts on Kyle McCord and the quarterback system that Ryan Day will be implementing so far this season?
3: I'm not all too surprised that Kyle McCord won the job. He's the more experienced quarterback. I think it's his third year on campus. So that doesn't really shock me. Plus I know it it doesn't really mean much, but I mean, that was Marvin Harrison junior's quarterback back in high school. Come on give him a little leg up in the competition. Um, I know the old adage, you know, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one, but I mean, if you look at their first three games of the season, if there is a way to extend this quarterback competition past fall camp, I think Ohio state has a schedule to do so. Indiana, Youngstown state and Western Kentucky. I think Ryan Day knows what he's doing in that regard. So I think this is kind of an extension of the fall camp, especially when he said that Devin Brown is still going to play. So, uh, I mean, shout out to Common Core for winning the job, but I don't think this competition is over with at all.
0: Now, Sean, how do you prepare for that? If you're If you're Ryan Day, if you're the quarterbacks, how do you make sure that knowing that the quarterback competition is still going on, what are your thoughts on just how the mentality of these guys is going to be moving forward, knowing that? okay, you, you're trying not to do too much, but you're also trying to still win the job for the rest of the season come, come Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, those kind of games. How do you how do you balance that? Well,
1: first of all, I think it's a tough job because not only are you competing against, obviously, the other team, but now you're competing against your own teammate uh, within the game. And I feel like, you know, obviously that's that's something that's very different than what any other player on the field is going to have to go through. And then you also have to think of, Oh, I made a bad pass next series, uh, the next quarterback might go in, he'll make a good pass. And then now that receiver may like receiving a ball from him rather than me. And I feel like so. There's a maybe a lot of mind games that can go on between both quarterbacks. And then also just, you know, being in their own head, like there may be something that they that they're not that's the receivers aren't even thinking. I'm sure the receivers, there's a bit it's a veteran group. They have they're very well coached. I'm sure the receivers already know, like, let's just go out there. We trust both quarterbacks they are going to put the ball where it needs to be, or we're going to go make the plays that we need to make and help out each quarterback. So I don't, I mean, if you, if there was a quarterback and, you know, if there were quarterbacks that had to, you know, go against or or not know who the starter is and may not have that much confidence, you know, in the position right now, you got amazing receivers. If you put the ball in the area, I'm sure they'll come down with it. They'll make you look good. And I mean, if you, even if you look back, you know, look at the big 10 history, I was talking to Carl with this, uh, you know, before since 2012, there's been one other quarterback that i how to quarterback that has won big 10 quarterback of the year. So I'm very confident in the, in the quarterback that they'll choose that they'll put out there. And I'm sure, for, you know, throughout the season that it'll, it'll still be a competition. It'll still be in the back of their mind that dang, I had a bad game. Like I made me bench, but you know, I think Ryan Day's very experienced. I think I think he knows what he's doing, and um, at the end of the day, you just kind of have to trust him.
0: No, I get that. We talked to Coach Day about that this week, and just I think the team mentality is still focusing on just winning games, so you hope that there's maturity there, and they trust the guys around them to be able to build that offense. Now, as a team, uh, you know, Ohio State is facing Indiana, a team that has 23 transfers, a new coordinator, so there are a lot of question marks just as as to what that team will look like, how do you how do you scout a team like that? How do you study film, not knowing exactly what a team is going to look like? Obviously, there are going to be a lot of unknowns. Going to have to have a contingency plan. Uh, but what do you guys see just in the matchup between Indiana and between Ohio State?
3: Well, I think first off, if you're Ohio State, you're Ohio State, so you're going to focus on what you do and what you do best. I think that's first and foremost. And then secondly, since it is week one. You can also still scout the opposing teams, defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator, what they've done in the past. You may not know exactly what a player's tendency is and how great these other guys are because there are so many different transfers. But what you can scout, whether what coaches like to do on third down, what they like to do on certain down and distances and stuff like that situationally. So, yes, you're a bit of a disadvantage because if the players are all brand new. But I mean, you got film on those coaches that helps you out a little bit.
1: Yeah and also I think you know Coach Tom Allen who comes into the season with a combined six game or winning a a total win total of combined six games and then two and sixteen against Big Ten opponents. um, In the last two years I think you look at it where he's going for broke he's going to have trick plays he's going to have you know deep shots he's going to have he's going to try everything he's going to use those transfers to the best of his ability and so um, I think if you're Ohio State and you're scouting I think. you you tell the guys, play fast, be physical, because at the end of the day, I I feel like that's all you can control. And then as long as, you know, you're getting pressure on the quarterback, you're playing tight coverage in the back end and and you're making tackles, I think, you know, everything will just, you know, play itself out as the game goes on. But maybe expect a few shots, trick plays early on, to try to get some momentum, especially being at home. I think think that'll be something huge, you know, new quarterbacks as well. So I think they'll try to, you know, come out early with some trick plays, some explosive plays, but as long as they could, you know, uh, ride that you know wave. I think they'll be all right.
0: Yeah, certainly an exciting matchup. A lot of question marks, I think will be answered both on both sides with both teams as far as just what Indiana will look like this season and also what Ohio State will look like with a new quarterback leading the offense. Now it's time for our games of the week. We'll each pick a game that we think is is important this week. I will start off with my pick, which is Florida at number fourteen, Utah. Obviously, I'm rolling with the quarterbacks here, but I think that Utah has a question mark with their quarterback and whether Cam Rising will return from his ACL injury. They have a veteran offensive line around him, whoever it is, but also Florida is debuting their transfer quarterback, Graham Murr. So I'm looking again at the quarterback play and who's going to be leading those teams through the rest of the season. Sean, let's start with you with your game of the week.
1: So I'm coming at you with LSU and Florida State. I think it's game of the week, maybe game of the year, honestly, because I do think uh, whoever wins this game has a great chance to, you know, run the table within their conference. Now there's going to be matchups throughout the season that, you know, that'll be challenging as well. But I do think if once you get to the end of the season and you look at this game, if, you know, LSU pulls it out and maybe they have one loss in the SEC or two losses in the SEC, this will look really good. And insane for Florida State. So I know uh, LSU will be out there starting running back, but they just got a Notre Dame transfer, Logan Diggs. So very excited to see uh, him in the backfield, and I think he'll get a lot of touches this year. I think both teams are very talented on the outside, a ton of skill, uh, veteran group on, on both side of, sides of the ball. Coach Kelly, my guy, great coach. So I think, you know, looking at the matchup, I think this is also going to be one of the best quarterback matchups this weekend we see as well. You have uh, Jordan Travis from Florida State, veteran guy. I mean, I played him when I was in college. So, Lord, how Lord knows how old he is, but he's <laughs> a veteran guy. He can make plays. He can make the throws. He can he can, he can use his legs as well. And then you have uh, Jaden Daniels on the other side. Jaden Daniels is an electric. Um, transferred to LSU last year from Arizona State. Uh, beat Alabama. Led the team to SEC championship, and, and then went on to win their bowl game as well. But. I just think that he's coming back with a chip on his shoulder. LSU is very, is a very high place right now. You got the women's basketball team winning a national championship. You got the, the guys in the NFL balling out. I just feel like there's a lot of just hype around the university. And so he may take this upon himself to, you know, this big Joe, it's kind of like the Joe Burrow situation. Joe transferred in, had a, had a solid first year. And then that second year, I mean, he took off. He had the guys, he had the playmakers around him. So we'll see. I'm, I'm excited to, to see this matchup. I think we got two potential uh, Heisman candidates uh, at quarterback position, but I'm excited to see it. And w- when I think, honestly, at the end of the day, the best coach will, will pull it out.
0: Yeah, that's a great coaching matchup for sure. Carl, what about you? What is your game of the week?
3: We all talking about quarterbacks here, so I'm going to take the quarterback who many think is the best in the country. Drake may, although I know Caleb Williams gets a lot of love, so I'm not going to go too hyperbolic on that, but Drake may versus Spencer Rattler, excuse me, North Carolina versus South Carolina. What more can you ask for It's a rivalry game between the two States. So, you know, all of these kids know each other. They all grew up against each other. Coaches recruited kids from both sides of the ball. So that adds a little bit of juice to it as well. But it also going back to last year, South Carolina balled the, it towards the end of the year, took down Tennessee, took down Clemson on the flip side. North Carolina was hot. Started off 9-1, then dropped four straight. How are these programs coming into 2023? Is Can North Carolina turn things around? Can, is, can the, uh, the Gamecocks keep that momentum high? Remains to be seen, but I can't wait to see that game. But, I mean, come on, it's Drake May. Like, boy was balling last year. Off-platform throws, he can run. Look, if you're an NFL fan who's not really into, like, college football, I promise you this is one you want to watch because he's going to be playing on Sundays for a decade-plus. Box office, as Stephen A likes to say, I can't wait for this one. 7.30, I'm locked in on Saturday night.
0: I love it. Well, there's certainly a lot of good matchups for just being week one in college football. But that's all we have for you guys this week. Thank you for joining us. And be sure to tune in next week for more notes, quotes, and exclusives from college football. And thank you for joining Stadium Sports Show. I'm Caroline Rice uh, with Sean Crawford and Carl. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week.